Welcome to the Fumble Podcast. If you want to know more about Fumble, you can find us on www.fumbbl.com. Come and join in some free fun. This podcast is sponsored by tritexgames.co.uk. Hello everybody and welcome to Fumble Podcast number 25. Can you believe it's number 25? Wow. Uh, I've got PC with me. Hello everybody. And Morehouse. Hey guys. How are we doing? Good. So, uh, well let's start off like we usually do with a bit of what we've been up to um, Blood Bowl wise. Morehouse, over to you. Yeah, I uh, doing the WHL stuff as always. We're coming to the end of a season there. Uh we may have one or two spots, depending on how many returning coaches come back. So if anyone is interested in playing in that, it's uh, if you don't know, uh, it's a fairly competitive league with a lot of good players, but we try to keep it very social and fun, and uh, we use a lot of voice chat and things like that. So if you're interested in that, I'm not, I can't guarantee you I have a spot for you, but let me know, and I could at least put you on a wait list or something. And yeah, then... Cool. Uh, other than that, I've been playing back in ranked a little bit more. Yeah, with uh, the Gate Wood Elves. Yes, so we've got a bunch of games in. We had a nice run of something like oh, 12 wins in a row, and then we had a not-so-nice run of three losses in five games after that. But, you know, the ups and downs of Blood Bowl. But uh, planning on entering them in the grotty little tournament this week. Nice, so nice. I've got goblins be... in that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, they get their separate qualifier for that. That's yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Cool. PC? Um, I've been incredibly busy with my Blood Bowl of late. Um, I'm a part of, I think, uh, a group that Waga Falga, a newish player, is forming, who's trying to revive the sort of human 4x4 idea. Yes, I saw that. I got a message, actually. Yeah. Um, so I am going to take part in that. I've confirmed that to him. At the moment, there's about six of us in that group. So if you fancy some crazy, mad 20-minute fun with linemen, um, we're, we're sort of starting up to do that again because Monkey Man, who was running the old group, did disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been being toxic um, after the last podcast. I then <laughs> did have a a day of horrible blood bolt. I had two of my box teams for the trophy, which they had a couple of games each, utterly destroyed in two back-to-back games. Uh, three deaths in one, two deaths and two permanents in the other. Um, putting them in a really tough spot behind the eight ball. And then I played my World Cup NAF game straight after that. Oh. had two deaths in the first two turns. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah. much to my shame timed him out uh, oh. only, only meaning that one player wasn't moved he was utterly out oh yes I remember talking about <laughs> it with you actually. it for about two turns and then I did just admit no I was being a dick I was in a really bad yeah. mood and I just after the two more deaths I just got bleak there was a button that I knew would hurt him so I pressed it but you and still... I should have lived up I should, I, in retrospect I would do something different so I apologised we ended the game um, I won mm. <laughs> and, um, I don't think it fundamentally so changed the result. I don't think it was that huge. I don't think and it I was hope either. We ended friends. I hope so. I don't think uh, it was that. And then on top of all of that, I suppose if I was going to say a highlight for the last couple of weeks, um, I've won another title, and I, I do quite like winning titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've won XFL Dwarves, and wow. it's my first well ever done XFL you. wins. There you go. You'll be in the ma- uh, the Masters this year then. Yes, I suppose I will be. I'll take part as and when it comes around. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I kind of felt if I mean I'm not a big fan of the XFL format. I've said before I think a lot of the games in it aren't that competitive. 
Yeah. Um, weirdly, all of mine weirdly were. Um, there was a couple where I was a big advantage, but it gave them good inducements. There was a couple where I was a big underdog, uh, and a couple of even ones as well. And they were all reasonably fun, decent games. Um, cool. And I kind of felt just people always say that I'm good with dwarves, so I thought I should probably try and get an XFL dwarf title. And now I have. So that's yeah, a good well thing. done. Congratulations, yeah. well done. Deserve. Good stuff. I saw the game too. Yeah, well done. Excellent. Um, myself, I've been playing a bit of box, um, playing some league games. I've just been really busy Blood Bowl wise at the minute. Um, I've been working on something in the background as well, which will become clearer do, do, later. Do. I know it's exciting, yeah. big news. Oh, um, I'm sat on the edge of something. Ominous warning, yes. <laughs> yeah, but also we've been looking at just kind of reframing the podcast a little. So I've been working in the background doing little sound bites and things like that and just trying to. No, no, liven it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Keep cool, us on our right. toes. Um, but yeah, so the way it's going to work now is we're going to be talking mostly fumble with bits and bobs of Blood Bowl here, there, and everywhere. So yeah. we will cover all your favourite stuff, um, but we're always going to start with fumble news. So here is the fumble news. <laughs> fumble news. Mm. Majors. What majors have we just finished? We've just finished the Crown of Sand. Yep. Won by Bazakistein, your good it friend, your house. Uh, I watched the yes, final of that. Um, I commentated the final for You that. did, yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I was painting uh, your models at the time. I had to decline because I'm, I'm actually uh, really good friends with Colin, and I was worried it, I would come off as a jerk to Mickey because I wanted Colin to win so badly that I, I really didn't want to commentate <laughs> and, and be screaming, yes, no, yes, no, so obviously in favor of one uh, player. But yeah, it, it was it was, it was was kind of nerve-wracking for me to watch. I don't know, I get more nervous watching my friends play when I want them to win than I do. Well, I, mean, I, I have to say I started fairly partial despite Bezakistin, uh, which I still think sounds like a, a sort of king from medieval Turkish times. Mm. I think it sounds like something you might clean your sink with. <laughs> you Bazakistine. Like yeah, Enzo Cream or something. Yeah. Oh, no, King Bazakistine sent his centaurs into the front. <laughs> um, but so, despite him starting as a heavy favourite, despite Asaurus out, he had a, a bigger team. The Wood Elves of Mickey Rooney had been absolutely beat to damn. Um, he recently, at a box trophy game, I faced his Wood Elves who have a natural AG5 leaping one turning catcher. Mickey, that Mickey Rooney, that is. Now that that player is just filthy. I mean, filthy mm. like a filthy, nasty thing that you shouldn't touch or go near. Um, <laughs> and so I did start with a mild irk against his Wood Elf play in general. And the first <laughs> half, we saw the lizards just absolutely dominate the field, um, mm. smash the smaller Wood Elves out the way, generate some interesting content possibly for us because in. Uh, in commentary, I was pointing out that Adriel Sidewinder is a hugely popular star, but incredibly squishy. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes. I bet he's one of the most killed stars on Fumble. In fact, I probably said, I bet he's the most killed star, because I am prone mm-hmm. to a little bit of hyperbole. Um, mm-hmm. And fantastically, Krista has produced a list of the top 20 stars as by number of deaths on Fumble, yeah, which I have cool. in my hot, sweaty hands I want to talk to you guys about <laughs> later. Yes, nice. we'll touch on that later on. We ended the first half with the Lizards 2-0 up, a much bigger team, and even though the Elves were receiving, you thought, this is done. Mm-hmm. And then I have to say, Mickey Rooney coached the second half just beautifully. Yeah, really, he really did. Really well. Produced some fantastic, aggressive Elf play with very mm-hmm. limited resources, really put the Lizards under, under the cosh in every single way. And I ended the game still loving the fact that the Lizards did come away with the victory, but... 
it was so tight. It was so it much was a really better game tight, than we'd yeah. expected. It was some fantastic blood bowl. And I think, really, I, I ended up with respect for both coaches. Definitely. And just pleased that I'd spent my time watching that rather than, you know, watching the television or something. Cause and I learned some stuff as well. Really... I learned some stuff. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah okay. Off, I, I, uh... I would have done that a little bit differently, but I think that's the better way, yeah. It was yeah, both, really good both, play, uh... turn after turn after turn. Yeah, both had their moments. Uh, I think Colin overall played, Bizakistein played better in the first half and Mickey better in the second half. So they, uh, it was a fair overtime, I think, for it to go down to that. And then Mickey kind of ran out of guys. I think, you know, if I were to criticize something overall from it, you know, you see Mickey kind of running out of guys going into overtime. And uh, I think for his inducements, he took Morg and a bribe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I yes, think, we uh, question Morg. Yeah, yeah. I, you just. Go, I, I, I think he's thinking. Look, this guy's got a bunch of freak plus strength sources. I need to be able to knock him down. But I don't. When I play against lizards with with wood elves, I'm, I don't really need. I don't touch the sources. They don't have the ball. So you know what I mean. I don't. I don't need to block them. I think if he had gone with apothecaries and babes and just kept his elves healthier, he might have had a little bit more of a team in overtime yeah, possibly, and maybe. Possibly. You know, yeah, I've got hindsight always, but I mean, with, uh, with Morg, you can afford two apoths, two babes, and then still a Merc lineman as well. So you can still get right. numbers if yeah. you want the raw numbers. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I just thought was an interesting choice. I guess he was hoping to get the the superstar skink down, but the problem with Bazakistein's team is it has two agility four yeah, really right. good skinks. <laughs> right. So right. Even if you foul one out, there's still another one to kill you. Right. Yeah. And I, the, I mean, the bribe was that great a, a choice, personally. Yeah. And the sources are so good that, I mean, geez, you'd have to kill all of them before you'd, he'd be out of good, uh, good lizards. So, uh, and so, while yeah, I don't it, recall Morg dominating that much, he, he did provide a fulcrum for the team. He could stand up. A yeah. Bit I think fine. he made a couple like, KOs or a casualty yeah. or two, picked off some skinks. So he did, he did use Morg well once he had him, but I just don't think you're quite getting your 430 in that matchup. With, yeah, with he, did, he did love the the three die blitz on skinks with Morg, um, yep. Yep. and and I you know I saw some value in that. It kept his other elves free to do other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know, put Morg in the firing line rather yeah. than the dance had. It was, anyway, it was, it was a, a really nice watch. Play, it was yeah. a good one to watch. Yeah, good game. Good but now game. we have the grotty little tournament that's open yeah. for business. Oh, so yeah. if you favorites. are if you're not on Fumble and you fancy a bit of a tournament. Um, Log on to www.fumbbl.com and there's plenty of tutorials on YouTube by Mike Davis and myself to start yourselves off. So it's completely free. Come and have a look. Spectate games to get to know the client. There's loads of stuff on there. Loads of people that will help. So if you haven't been on Fumble before, come over and have a look. Yeah, um, absolutely. We also have tournaments regularly kicking off for brand new teams. Uh, yeah. There's a format called the Royal Rookie Rumble. Um, it, it's not for brand new coaches necessarily. Some absolute sharks try out their naps. <laughs> Swimming in the shallow um, end of the pool. But they're all using yeah. a brand new team, same as everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. You know, there's a level of parity there, no matter how experienced. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've got the Grotty Little Tournament, and the prizes are secret weapons yeah. because it's all the theme of it is based. Around the it's goblins, the goblins just the yeah. tournament, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yep. yeah, so, so come along a, and have a look. Uh, yeah, the the prizes are pretty cool for this one. I like to get you can get a pogo stick, a chainsaw, a ball and chain, or a bomber on yep. one of your players on any team. Uh, I think uh, Colin changed it this year. It has to be a rookie lineman. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it can't be you know an already experienced player that has skills to suit that so much which i think is a little bit fair but no i like so, that uh, yeah yeah yep well i think the the biggest worry i mean you know you could a chaos team that gets ball and chain on a guy with 
claw mighty blow could be a little ridiculous, uh, uh, you know. But I think the biggest worry for me was that uh, someone with a really good elf thrower with like accurate and strong arm and safe throw would get Just the bombs. bombs. Yeah, yeah, that, that could be not fun for dwarves or. I, mean, I have to team, say, right? you throw a you throw a bombardier on a rookie elf that still has the possibility to turn into a very dangerous player. Oh yes, um, it does. But but to get it but really you're have nasty, to get it quickly because it's going to yes. get sent off every drive it plays. So yeah, and it's going to have to get doubles to get pass or hail yeah. mary pass or anything like that. So it's a, I think that's a little bit balanced. You could still get really lucky with it and it's turn it into a great great chucking player. A ball, chucking a bomb with agility four, which is, is yeah. Uh, it, Yes, uh, absolutely. Is, you know, agility three and accurate, for example. So, yeah, yep. Okay. But but so yeah, I think it'll be uh, it'll it'll be fun. I think uh, the deadline is Wednesday. So yes. Wednesday. So oh, I think it's yeah the seventeenth. So, so you've got to be really quick. So I'll try and get this out. So you've got like we'll a day. By the time you hear tomorrow, this, you've right? got a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Tuesday uh, they'll be listening. Wednesday they they got to apply by. Yeah. yeah possibly this. even more pertinently, um, come and spectate some games. There's always yeah, some cracking games even in the early rounds that are really. Yeah. really Yep, so. yep, yep. We'll try to do some commentaries and stuff too. So come into Discord and you can listen and watch with us. Yeah, excellent. So other fumble stuff. Um, I've been keeping my eye on something. Uh, I got a little bit involved with a forum <laughs> that is kicking oh, around. Um, <laughs> all the well, I think all three of us got dragged onto that thread, didn't we? Well, I, uh, I couldn't yeah, resist I, I had a couple of posts in there. Usually I yeah, don't. But yeah. So it's entitled... Uh, box scheduler floor so anybody that's new to fumble we have uh, two main kind of competitive leagues um, on the site there's uh, ranked and then there's black box and then you've got league and stunty league uh, and secret that's league and all that league. kind of stuff but we're talking about box black box and ranked they're two different ways of getting games uh, ranked is very much you choose in each yeah and then you also get a joint one so you can care about any number set of numbers you choose to care about yeah. Right. Yeah. For your ranking. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. right. And black box is very much a you activate teams you want to play and then you get randomly drawn um, mm. through some kind of wizardry that Chris has implemented. <laughs> Mathematical the, wizardry. Yes. Yeah. So I don't understand it, but that's not that's beyond the point. Anyway, the mm. box schedule of floor thread is from Smallman, um, mm-hmm. and basically. Sometimes in box, you get these draws where you get massive TV gaps. Massive mm-hmm. TV gaps. Um, and he didn't like it. He's not the mm-hmm. first one to not like it. But I think the reason this kind of caught everyone's attention was because of the um, way Small Man likes to play, which is very yes. min maxi, chaos packy, no re rolls, killer type. Team. Mm-hmm. So, where do you two stand on that forum? Tell me what your thoughts are, what you've seen that you thought. What? Okay, look, I think before we start, because I worry you're frightening the children. Um, <laughs> it's really important to say that we do have some protection in bot. Yes, of course. Because yeah. there was a, a real spate of these people running very low but very experienced teams, either with one fantastic gutter runner or one absolute monster killer. Um, Krista implemented a series of rookie protection, which means over your first 15 games or so, I think it is, um, you are decreasingly protected against such draws. So the the system massively favors a new team rolling into another new team until you're past about 15 games. And at that point, you're pretty much on your own. Um, So I just want to put that out as a a slight caveat. That's a good caveat drop a, a team in you're going to get some monster killing you you might it is vaguely possible 
but okay. it is strongly disincentivized within the system. Yeah, and what what I found is you've got people coming into that thread, which I was, you know, you know what forums are like on the internet. People are absolutely have a right to their opinion, absolutely. Um, yeah. But it's interesting to see that. People aren't happy with the way the box is scheduled because it doesn't suit their style of play. <laughs> you think that's They're, fair in me summarising yeah. that in his... Well, uh, I mean, yes. I've directly accused one person of that in the thread, so it's hard for me to... <laughs> <laughs> I think there is often a big uh, misunderstanding between what is fair and what suits the individual person. I think some people mistake those two things for being synonymous, that uh, what is fair is what I want to happen, when that's not what fair means. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to surprise anyone that I'm a of this strong but fairly liberal opinion. Blood Bowl is a beautiful, varied and wonderful game um, from mm-hmm. the NAF to the tabletop to leagues to league play to secret league where we have a hundred odd teams you can choose from and play to stunty league which is all about just maximising the death to ranked which is choosing your games to box which is rolling into whatever and facing it. Mm-hmm. That I think anyone who looks at all of that diversity and different ways that people are enjoying using this game and mm-hmm. says the way I prefer to do it is the way everyone should be doing it and defines what is good at Blood Bowl mm-hmm. sure I think there's a level of arrogance there that I find very hard to support mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean there are some people that are brilliant at types of the game I don't particularly enjoy that mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're not good at Blood Bowl they're just not good at the sort of Blood Bowl I particularly like Sure. and I think like and is right are often confused in people's minds Sure. You know, what you like isn't necessarily the only way it should be. I agree, yeah. It's just how you like it. Yeah. yeah. And I think well, and I, there's lots of different things to consider, isn't there? Because it changed when we had the CPOM era. Yeah. Um, you know, that that took into account a lot of high TV teams were just killing it, literally. You'd run into a CPOM team and you know that you'd be losing 600 TV and then you'd be working your way back up. But people saw that as a challenge as well. Yeah. And I get it. Some people didn't find it fun. I didn't particularly find it fun. But then there's an element of challenge to it as well. And I had a killer team at one point as well, um, just to see what it felt like. So I wanted to taste the murder. Um, Do you know, I never claw-pommed. Not once. I, sp- I did develop a claw-pommer <laughs> and I retired the team before he ever took field, so I haven't. <laughs> yeah, and I had some, but I, I don't tend to play Nurgle or Chaos anyway I'm not a massive Bash fan mm-hmm. but, yeah. oh I've ripped a few teams apart in my time but never with that particular tool I found it inelegant um, another thing I said on that thread and I stand by is that I've seen a lot of rule changes over my time playing Blood Bowl I played from the very first edition mm-hmm. um, I'm that old uh, with three disinterested friends who then never played it again um, <laughs> and I mean, I've been on Fumble 13 years and seen various iterations there from wild animals that had to go first to all sorts of nonsense that has changed over the years. Mm-hmm. And the same players are good no matter how you change the rules, yes. I'm afraid. Every I, time yeah. you change, some people disappear, some go off and say, well, I don't want to play it anymore, and it's fine. But, but yeah. the ones that were good under the rule set that stay end up the ones that are good under the new rule set. And I, I yes. you know, people keep thinking if we change it, it'll suddenly be... And mostly what they're saying is, change it to my way and I will dominate as I really always should have done. And you, know what? <laughs> right. you won't. And, um, well, the the problem with... 
Yeah, the problem with that rules. Right. And it's even, it goes a little even to a different layer than that because the reason you aren't that good is because you've convinced yourself that there's something wrong with the game, not something wrong with you. You you can't improve yourself or grow if you're constantly blaming everything other than yourself for why you're not being successful. And of course, there's a subset of coaches that learn how to abuse a particular rule set. And that's what some people have said uh, notably Krista for example has said small man who started that thread did is that he found a way under a, a now out, slightly outdated version of the rules to really mm-hmm. maximize what he was good at and also mm-hmm. turn that into generating coach rating points sure. and easier wins um, and Krista says the meta's moved on and you haven't and that's the problem um, right. and that's what I'd say is that a, a good a truly good player um, and there are some who just learn how to maximize wins under a rule set Mm-hmm. But most people will watch them play and go, yeah, this is someone that knows how to do this, but they're not that good at Blood Bowl. When that plan falls apart, they don't, you know, they don't know what to do next. Right. Whereas a really good player, you can see that, that even though... I mean, my example would always be Random Oracle, who was fantastic with a big Claw Pom team. Mm-hmm. But you knew that if his Claw Pom didn't fail, he still had the skills to beat you at Raw Blood Bowl. Yeah. He was good before that rule said so yeah. even... And so even if, yeah, even it's about like, not just having a, a plan A, is it? You've got to have a plan yeah. B, C, D, and E. So right. the rules will change, and they'll change again. I mean, I've been hearing dark rumors that there is a new box set due in 2020. Uh, I mm-hmm. still think it'll be a collection of what they've done rather than a revolution. But perhaps mm-hmm. it will change everything. And if it does, within about six months, you're going to see more or less the same names at the top of whatever system you care to look at. Yeah. Because the people I, that adjusted well and were good under the last rules will work out what works under the new rules. That's... Yeah, I'm not uh, kind of if if I can go into my little subtopic on this issue, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of the segregation of the black box division in the first place. I I never really understood why there is a separate division for black box. Uh, it could be this is just more confirming my own what I already believe, which can definitely happen. But I seem whenever I, there's a argument or discussion about black box, it seems like it's the most toxic people in the community that are raving about how the black box is, this is the only way to play and it should change. So it could be more like the way I want it to be. And, uh, I, these, these threads just drive me nuts. I mean, it's, I think the, the division of the two d- divisions into the separate thing creates this sort of elitist black box community. And these people that just venomously bite at everybody else in the community. And maybe, Maybe there's some back and forth there. I'm not seeing as much. I I don't see a lot of ranked coaches, you know, just hammering on how no one should play box and box is horrible. But maybe there are some, you know. <laughs> That's always because at the moment ranked coaches have nothing to lose. I mean, look, I I, yeah. I stand with you, but I'm going to play devil's avocado on it. Sure. I actually have always thought. I mean, because I don't care where I play as long as I'm playing blood bowl. I haven't seen a need to separate the divisions, but. Ranked coaches will always get what they want because they can always just say, no, I'm not playing that game. So they're sure. a lot less likely to be bothered. Whereas sure. if if there was a merger of the two divisions, then Krista's well, point, it's... I think, holds true. Some black box coaches say, I only want to play other teams that have developed in the same environment as me. Yes. A team that and... has been able to choose games will be able to hone itself better than my team who which has played random games. I think in the age of choosable MVP, that argument just doesn't hold water. Yeah, yeah, I I don't. I mean, that is definitely fair. And I should give another disclaimer. I've talked to Christopher about this a lot. And if anyone out there is a box fan and is panicking that this might really happen, Christopher has absolutely no plans to merge the divisions at all. 
the tournaments were merged a couple of years ago. Uh, that's as far as it's gone so far. I will add, though, that when the tournaments were merged, there were all these people talking about how this is the worst horrible thing in the entire world, and now two years later, the <laughs> tournaments are more healthy than they ever were. And <laughs> I, I, some of the people I saw on there saying they would never play in a tournament with rankers are now playing in every major and just got along with it, you know. Uh, I, I guess the analogy that keep, like, keeps coming to my head is if, if you know, people who are, like, Game of Thrones fans, right? Uh, there's there's that scene where John, who's a northerner, and Ygritte, who's a wildling, are arguing about the feud between their two peoples. And they kind of come to this weird realization that, wait a minute, we're actually the same. We're the same ethnicity. There's nothing se- other than the wall separating us. There's no reason for us to hate each other. And I, I feel like the ranked box division has just become an arbitrary wall that divides Fumble based on nothing. You know, I mean, it's like... It's like you took this group of nerds and you drew a line down the middle of it and then people on one side started hating the people on the other side just because of that kind of toxic part of human nature. And I just nerd don't wars. see... What's that? What's that? I said nerd, nerd wars. Yeah, you know, we're... <laughs> we're Fumble, Fumble is a, it's a niche community of a niche community of a niche community already, right? It's this tiny little independent site of this not-that-popular game. And to take the main competitive player base and divide it in half further... I just I don't like it. I, you know, I, I would love to one day see Game Finder and Black Box combined into one thing. You take your team, you go to the page to find a game. It says, here are people who are looking for games. Or if you're feeling brave, put your team in the Black Box and be assigned a random opponent. And you can do that with your team regardless of where they're from. The, the, yeah. the only argument add, against... Add some flag to teams that have only ever acted. Yes, yes. And, and keep so statistics... Yep, wave yep. their EPs around and say <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree with you but the flip side of that is that if you are in that niche which is how Europeans say the word um, mm-hmm. in, in that mm-hmm. niche in black box where you want to play randomly against other people that have only ever played randomly right now sure. you have what you want the problem is you yes. want more people to be doing that but you have what you want so anything right. that suggests that will change in any way is obviously but- going to be a nightmare for those people and those people do exist they are out there Yes, and I want them I, to have somewhere to play. I yes. share your thing that eventually they would just activate always randomly in it, the one you know, the, competitive. The, the, the tournaments yeah, are but, already fined. <laughs> you know, I mean, what Chris does, that's we would always said that he wants somewhere that everyone can come and play Blood Bowl. Yeah, in yeah, terms but, you know, of people, however they want to play that. Different method still... between box where you're building a team that can survive anything to ranked where you're building you know, a I, team that can pick and choose games. He sees I, that I as think... a really different thing. I, I, I understand he does see it that way, and I know a lot of people see it that way. I don't agree with that. I, I think that, I mean, a good player can go and build a ranked team the exact same way as a box team, and if they're a good player, they're going to win most of their games, and if they're not, they're not. You know, and, and to but me, is, the, is that a failure of our empathy? I mean, I don't understand why anyone ever chooses ogres. They're not fun. They're just terrible. <laughs> why right. would anyone play that? But that doesn't mean but, I want you know, to stop other people doing that. Right. That, but that if, you, be... if your attitude is causing the community to be divided, then I think I do have the right to say your attitude is toxic. You know what I mean? I, I understand that, that, that you that's have that. The problem here is I agree with you. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, I under, you know in, this, in the same – I'm going back to the original thing. You know, but that uh, it wouldn't harm me. I would uh, – my life would be the same. It, it, it wouldn't harm yeah, anybody. I mean, you know, it, Let's put, it in a, let's put it in a Go different ahead. stance, right? So let's say we're going to a tabletop tournament and right. you've got the guy that knows he's not going to win first, second, third. He's not going to win most casualties. Sure. 
but he is taking goblins because he knows that every single turn he's going to foul. Yeah. yeah. Who are we to say, no, you can't play like that? Sure, but... Because he wants to go and, for the most fouls trophy. Yeah, no, and... he's and, picked his niche way of playing. So, yeah, yeah. what I... But see, I think what I'm saying is you would still, under my thought of how this would work, you would still, if you wanted to, be able to play every game random, never pick your opponent, have a little badge on your team page that says black box only, we don't take game finder games, feel good about that, have a separate coach rating, have separate stats, have all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the only reason that's bad for you is because once in a while I might have to play somebody who's a ranker. I mean, come yeah, on, man. You know, that that's before. so petty to me. That's so petty to me. And I think I just, just to support his team will by choosing a game instead of randomly scheduling Or one. you could recover your team by dropping all your rerolls and <laughs> picking up a leader and playing in black box. Like, the, the same predatory people who pick in ranked are the same people who are over in black box min-maxing. It's, it's the same thing. No matter what the rules are, you're going to have unfun games versus jerks. You know, you know what I mean? That that's going to happen. I, yeah, I, I in both divisions, and I think because I, yeah. I prefer to play in box, right? That's where, that's where yeah. I play most of my games now. Yeah. Um, just because it's, I think part of it is what I'm used to. I don't have anything against ranked. I still play some ranked games, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but I think we have to be careful, just because we know we both know that it's mm -hmm. the minuscule few. We could name what five Absolutely. players that min max, and we could name five players that, that are terrible, will sit around yeah. and yeah. just <laughs> green light halfling and goblin teams with their killer chaos. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's you know that's that's like I said the the community is we're the same people you know what i mean the ranked player and the box player is the same person there's the good honest ones who play fair in both divisions and then there's the jerks who don't play fair in either division and some of them have a preference as to what their favorite way of bending the rules is ranked or box but it, it's really the same thing you no, know I, and, I agree with that i agree with that you know what i mean, I mean? and so the way anyway the, the I, I find myself whenever I bring this up, people start attacking it. So I ha not you guys, but you're doing the right thing and playing devil's advocate. But I don't get to the point where I can just say what's good about it is you could get yeah. uh, you could want to play your one team, which is what people normally want to do, especially when they're new. They've made a team that okay, I got my Blood Bowl team, I made my fluff, I got my player cards, I got all this stuff, I'm ready to play. Or people who have played forever and are attached to one team emotionally, you can take your team to a page. It can say, here are the available games that match up with your team. You can browse through them. If there's none available, then you could put that same team in black box. If the black box draw doesn't go, you could go back and look at the game finder, and it increases everybody's chance of finding a game because it gives you this, the double options with the same team of how to play. And so it's so much easier. You know, there are so many times when there are three people looking for a game in box and three people looking for a game in ranked and no games get played. Whereas if they were combined, maybe three games would get played with those six people. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean and, and that's the what, I, what I want is to play Blood Bowl. I don't right. really much care how that's been generated. But right. what some people want is to play their team randomly against, really importantly for them, another team that has only ever had random games too. That's what they feel is fair. But and anything that isn't that, they feel is unfair. And the system you're proposing doesn't quite give them that choice. It gives them the choice of random games, but not always against other teams that have yeah, had always I, random games. I, I guess I, I, you are correctly stating their opinion. I, I think <laughs> that opinion to me 
is going so far into the the only way the game the site should work is to accommodate me and do what I want that you're hurting the overall health of the site by having by accommodating those people. It's a small amount of people who by giving them their whole own division you are dividing up the player base too much and I just don't I I, I you know like I said the the health of the turn the tournaments were merged it's really the same thing it's going fine <laughs> you know it's, it's really i'm sure like you know mark mentioned the other day that some people were mad about it and didn't want to play anymore and that's fine but there are all when you do something like this there will be those people there will also be people who come in and see this as a fresh new healthy thing and are into it you know i i i see all especially in north america time zones i see all the time hi i'm new guys what should i do go on game finder oh there's no one on game finder okay oh we'll try the black box oh i tried i didn't big, get a game and then they drift yeah, the off the big problem with this the big brick yeah. wall on this is that as krista says once it's done it can yes. never be undone and yeah, if it goes wrong if it does kill b overnight if we lose half the player base from b overnight you can't undo this yeah and so two, it's a huge, massive gamble. Right. So it's something I want to just... It's not something I'm saying should happen tomorrow. It's something I want to start putting in people's minds. Uh, and we can start thinking about it. I've talked to Christopher about it several times now. Uh, and like you said, it, to his credit and to the site's advantage, Christopher has always been very level-headed and very slow yeah. to make drastic changes like that. Yeah. And that's a yeah, good he's thing. A, he's a calm, so, reasonable man. But he yeah. does read all the forums. He... he you know, keeps yeah. in touch with what people are thinking and saying to whatever degree he can. As he so, has but, said, even on the forums, though, what he can't do is assess if there's a silent majority of what they're thinking. Yeah. Because yep, they're yep. all silent. So if you right. really feel <laughs> passionately about this, if you're listening and think, how dare you? Or oh, that sounds brilliant. Um, take right. to your blog, take to the forums. Yeah, yeah and also, yep, while we're on that, if you want to get in touch with us, please do, because we now are going to have a segment. I'll get onto it later. But we mm-hmm. do have a segment later on now called See What? And basically, you can uh, get in touch with us with your ideas, questions. Um, we just Insults. want jokes, anything really. Um, just bring something. Get in touch with PC, get in touch with Morehouse, get in touch with myself. If you disagree with something we've said, if you want to have a rant about it, if you want to make a joke about something, anything. Just get in touch with us and we can read it out on air and we can have a discussion about it in that little segment called Say What? Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think we'll leave the uh, forum discussion there. Yes. And just another reminder, this is not something that Krista has said he is going to do. This is us, hypothetically. Yep. Our opinions are our it. own. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. and I, if we're just putting quick opinions in, we never said about that original Smallman thread. Smallman's complaint was that his min-max tiny team drew a huge team. And I, I'm not <laughs> sure anyone beyond him cared. Most people just I, you know, I, I think when you try to bend the rules if not flat out cheat and then it backfires I think that's the most fair wonderful thing yeah. In yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was probably <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> a sympathetic response from the community that uh, drew my eye to it well he's, he is part of this community I mean he, he is, sometimes yeah. doesn't like to own that but he's played 3,000 games here so I, I did think if you've played 3,000 right. games I, think, I, I like I, the way Ramchop kind of you know every community needs its villains yeah, yeah you know, I did think one thing he said I, I think was valid and does strike a chord with me personally. Not that I, I think I'm sympathetic necessarily towards his overall position, obviously, but uh, when he talks about how he feels like he's a stranger and he doesn't know any of these people and everything, that whether or not that's his problem or not, I know he's not the only one who feels that way on Fumble. And I, I think there is a significant problem overall with gaming communities in general but fumble yeah. has some of it of 
people who are here forever and do not feel connected or do not feel like the community is united or that they have a common thread with the other players. And for such a small community like Fumble, that's really sad to me that we can't all understand that we relate on something and we all enjoy this little obscure game so much. And I think that is a legitimate problem. If someone has been here that long and they feel like they're still a stranger from all their opponents, I think there is something there to be at least looked at. If we're dropping deeper thoughts in, I mean, I do have some sympathy. I've talked to him a couple of times, and he he isn't that bad a human. (laughs) Uh, He does have some genuine... I mean, I I felt no sympathy for his team getting a bad draw. It it fully deserves it. I don't enjoy playing his teams. Right. But he did take part in the trophy. He did play some non-killy teams and do fairly well with them. Yes. Yep. And I've play played him a couple of times and enjoyed his with company. The community that he yeah. denies exists and he's part of. He is engaging with it more than he ever has. Yeah, that's he true. Really, yeah. none of us how slow he was, and he has speeded up. Mm-hmm. So there's none a, of us. I, I have hope for him. No, I have hope for him, and it, there's a yep. corner to be turned, and I really hope he turns it. And to me, part of it, this is what I wanted to say. That's the, perhaps the deeper thought about. Four or five years ago, I started owning the fact that I loved small unit tactical war games and Blood Bowl particularly. Mm-hmm. And I kept that part of my world separate from everything else in my world. I didn't really mm-hmm. talk about it. my kids. My wife knew, but we didn't discuss it. I didn't do anything on tabletop. And I realized that I had to think about it. I realized I was sort of vaguely ashamed. <laughs> and sure. I, I don't know why, because it's something I, I'm all right at and I enjoy doing, and I don't see any reason to be ashamed. And I decided to own it more, and that's why I started going out and doing some tabletop and exploring the hobby more widely. I hate people that say the hobby, but you know what I mean. Right, yeah, and no, I agree. I worry for small man that perhaps that's part of the root of the cause of this, is that he doesn't seem to own his love of Blood Bowl quite to the level that 3,000 games played here says he maybe should. Right. Um, so that that is my deep thought for those of you out there. Do you really own this as part of your life, or is this something you do and sort of pretend you don't? Yeah, I've I've similarly just gotten to the point. Maybe in the last three or four years, I used to always, what are you what are you doing over that computer? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. friend or especially a woman, a girlfriend or something. That's oh, just don't worry about it. It's nothing. <laughs> uh, I've gotten to the point the last few years where I've been open. You know, I, I I'm aware that other people find it nerdy and don't care, so I don't try right. to you know, force them to talk about it with me. But I've been more open with people that, yeah, I play this game and I'm really good at it. Like I play with like the top players in the world and uh, it's really fun for me. And, and uh, you know, there's been a few cases of people who are non-nerds who yeah. have thought it sounded cool. Like when yeah. I was, yeah, my yeah, brother-in-law yeah. is, my a, brother-in-law I mean, is a big, go, oh, go ahead. No, you. Uh, so my, my brother-in-law is never watched a Star Wars movie, you know, a kind of a jock football type, not at all sure. into fantasy or nerdy anything, but he's a huge poker player. Mm. So I was explaining to him how Blood Bowl works, and he said, well, so what makes you good at it? Why are you better than most people at it? How, you know, how are you? And I said, well, because, you know, I, I predict the odds in my head, and then I predict what my opponent's going to do based on those odds, and then I do the math in my head and all this. And he's like will you come play poker with me sometime? <laughs> he's yeah. like, you would be really good at it. No, and so I, he I, was I, like thinking it was cool because he's like, no, those are the skills you need to be good at what I, I'm good at too. Do like, you think it crosses over a lot, poker and Blood Bowl? I think risk yeah. management, tactics, reading people, reading situations, yeah. I think all of that crosses over very well. I've known some very good both Blood Bowl and poker players simultaneously. Yeah. 
So he ended up um, being like proud of me, even though he has nothing, no idea what you know an orc a push or an for me is. Was <laughs> a friend of mine. I mean, I worked with him, but he also became a very good friend, and I, he's a really nice guy. And he's now in full time. He's changed his life and moved full time into. He took a, a, a course in games design, and he now mm-hmm. teaches games design at university level. Oh, cool! Um, and one of the things he'd been doing for years and didn't tell me for about five years is he spends about one weekend in three doing live action role play. Now, okay. I understand why he would be ashamed of live action role Absolutely. play. It makes, it makes Blood Bowl look mainstream. Um, right. But it's a huge <laughs> part of his life, and ultimately it's ended up giving him a new career. Yeah. So it was him reconciling that part of his life to mm-hmm. the rest of us, and suddenly he revealed, because he'd never been on Facebook, and suddenly he revealed why. It's because he is on Facebook, but he keeps that side of his life on Facebook yeah. and not anything else. I uh, I have some good friends who do... It's kind of similar to live-action roleplay, but it's more medieval combat reenactment. Right. So they get, like, they put armor on and they make maces that are really made out of rubber or whatever, and then, or yeah. swords that are made out of, or that are blunted, and just go whack the crap out of each other. And and my friend was trying to get me to do this with him, and I gotta admit, I, I thought it sounded really fun, but I was just too self-conscious to do it <laughs> you know right. i just yeah. i you know what i mean i and i and like it, it should be more embarrassing to say that than to say you just do it you know he should yeah. be more proud of himself for saying i this is fun so i'm gonna do it i'm the one who should be embarrassed and saying that it's just a little too nerdy for me man i can't i don't think i can do it you know uh, and there's yeah, several thousand I mean, people in britain i'm sure there's even more in america who yeah. sort of live as if they're in a vampire role they all go places at weekends and live yeah. this sort of active life of vampire clans. It's a second yep. life they're living. And, uh, you yeah. know, own, and, it. And if, own it, love it, say yes and have a try. But don't yep. deny to yourself something that you clearly are or something you clearly Right, yes, enjoy. yes. Don't pretend yeah. like you're above something that you do all the time. That's just, <laughs> yeah, that's just not. Because you are, you are not. <laughs> you know, obviously yeah. you are not. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on because we need to um, get some news done. So right. we've got a couple okay. of pieces of news, yep. PC. So do you want to start with yours and uh, Team well, Fumble? Wanna... Yes, Team Fumble is going back to York in 2020. On the 11th and 12th yes. of York, be a UK uh, tournament championship again up in York. It's at a fantastic venue, a really nice venue at uh, the York University. Lots of space, lots of big tables. Uh, last year, we had 60 teams of four, which meant uh, quick maths. That's 240 people rolling dice all at once. I think there'll be at least 60 again this year. I think that will fill. Uh, and then there may be, they might try and squeeze a few more in. We did try and spot some areas where we thought we could break out to that we hadn't quite used last year. But certainly 60 teams, I think, will be there, including some from overseas. It is one of the bigger tournaments of the year. So whilst lots of local teams go, people come from, from Germany, there'll be some Scandinavians, lots of uh, Welsh will go up, lots of uh, mm-hmm. jocks will come down from uh, Scotland, the land of Scotch. Mm-hmm. I know that's wrong. Uh, that was an ironic <laughs> joke to the Scots out there. Scotch is a drink. Um, and really, it's a fantastic tournament. Now, Team Fumble plans to go again, so there will be at least one squad's worth of Team Fumblers going. And that could be you. Because if you want to come to York, if you want to be part of Team Fumble, if you want to, particularly if you're interested in making your tabletop debut with some friends beside you, helping you out, possibly even lending you a team, making sure that you know all the basics are covered and all you've got to worry about is playing some Blood Bowl then come along. If you're a fumbler, you are welcome on Team Fumble. Um, I certainly would love to take two squads up this year. That's only eight people. That would people. be good. Uh, 
um, mm-hmm. 12 would be possible. So let, let us know if you've any interest in coming to York for a weekend early in January and playing a couple of days of high-quality Blood Bowl. It's six mm-hmm. games. Most people come up on the Friday night unless they're fairly local and can arrive on the Saturday morning. Uh, there's a good social scene both on the Friday night and the Saturday night is particularly good social scene. You'll mm-hmm. meet lots of Blood Bowlers. You'll meet lots of Fumblers. Uh, several famous people will be there. So the likes of, I would have thought, Gegster and Purple Goo... And, and throw it and mm-hmm. throw it yeah. uh, so yeah throw it already said he's Even coming even throw it so, really uh, <laughs> uh, Malmere um, often yeah, of yeah, this yeah. borough of Fumble has expressed interest in coming again this year as part of Team Fumble mm-hmm. so we're going to have some good fumblers up there we're going to have some great times uh, feel free to come along uh, there's a genuine offer if you want to come and play some Blood Bowl if you've never done it before or if you've done it a thousand times but feel that Fumble is a brand you want to play under then come up to York with us be part of Team Fumble yeah, just get in touch, get in touch. Excellent. Yeah, so while we're on the tabletop theme, mm. I've been a very busy boy. So the big news is, if you remember, we ran a competition um, a while ago to kind of come up with an idea for a fumble tabletop tournament. Mm. Now, this was all very good, and we had the winner, and it was all about um, like um, light and dark teams and playing against each other, and we took that on board. And basically, I spent some time working on a rule set um, and sent it off to Purple Goo, actually, um, mm-hmm. who kindly looked through it and said, no, you can't do that. Sorry. He just said, no, as, as kindly as possible, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But, but we did have a good chat about it and I made some alterations. Um, and the rule set now is based on light and dark. Um. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's called The Light and the Dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be a three-game Blood Bowl tournament where there will be a light champion and a dark champion. But the big news is that it will be happening in March next year. And it has been NAF sanctioned. So it's NAF sanctioned fumble tournament. And hopefully, cool. we may even see Krista there as well. Yeah, oh, so yeah, that'd be fun. it's the great news that we've actually got a very, fumble, very coming, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. a fumble tabletop tournament. Yeah, nice. So well, fantastic! I have um, I yeah, have approval from uh, my lord and master, my lovely wife. <laughs> so unless anything crops up huge between now and then, I plan to be there rolling dice. Yeah, and we're well, gonna just we're just gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. So there's gonna be uh, plenty of frivolity and free tea and coffee. Oh well, that's important. That's important. That is vital. Um, so it's going to be based in the Midlands. It's going to be um, in Mansfield, so which mm-hmm. is where I live. So um, hopefully we'll see some of you there. And if you're excited, then get in touch. Tell us you're excited. I'm going to put a forum on Fumble, um, and I'll sort something out in Discord so that I get us everyone uh, heated up, ready for it. But anyway, anyway, that's the big news for that. Now then, we have been talking for three quarters of an hour about Fumble, which is great but we need to move on and here is where we'd usually do our race focus but we're going to do slightly different race <laughs> focus i'm still going to play the intro for race focus um now now it's time for race focus and then we're going to talk about what pc we're going to talk about fumble stars but specifically i have in front of me a list of 20 Top stars on Fumble ranked by number of deaths. Oh, and before I show it to you too, I want you to ask. I want to ask you, 
who's going to be atop of it? Uh, I like Eldril, the one that you suggested that started the whole thing. Uh, yeah. I bet he gets killed a lot. Uh, you know, I bet uh, I thought Nobla Blackwort gets used a fair amount and is pretty squishy. I could see him getting killed a lot. Okay. Uh, really I'll give you popular. A third guess. I give me a third guess. Okay. Uh, Zara the Slayer, I'll go for my third guess. Okay. I can tell you all three are on the list. Okay. But you haven't troubled the top five. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. I I think I remember a brief conversation. Now, thinking about deaths, I was... I think star player-wise, it's got to be secret weapon-based. That's what I was thinking with Nobla. So I'm thinking, who have you got with chainsaws? Ulgruff, or whatever his name is. Helmet Wolf. Helmet. Yep. Bomber, Dribble, Snot. Oh, no, he wouldn't get any plus ones. Um, hack and slash. Yeah. And see, the thing is, you know, there's there's ones like Griff that people just don't take anymore. I know yeah. I've killed Morg before. Yeah. <laughs> well, he gets uh, used a lot over the years. So yeah. Or same with the Count. I and was then thinking, I, you know, he gets used enough. Yeah, and I also thought uh, Puggy as well because he will probably get Puggy. bashed about a bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Are we close? Okay. We All right. Yeah. Named- the top ten bar uh, two. Okay, okay. Let's give us a chance. Then. Give us a chance. Number one. We, we have we not named number one. So we have named number one. Okay. We have discussion. Okay. He, so we're missing one, how by many? The way, has four hundred and seventy-two deaths. Who? Uh huh. <laughs> Whoever is at number one, the next nearest, only two hundred and ninety-four. Wow. Okay. So is he more is, number one? Oh, Max. Yeah, Max Spleen Ripper. As many deaths as anyone else. Max Spleen Ripper. <coughs> no, Max Spleen Ripper is in at number four. Okay, so who are we missing? Number three then? is Bomber Dribble Snot. Oh yeah, okay. okay, said Bomber. Number two, Ulgroth Bolgrot with two hundred ninety-four deaths. Oh, the Orc Chainsaw. Uh, okay, yeah. All right. And number one is Helmet Wolf with yeah. four hundred seventy-two deaths. Uh, He's yeah, got a chainsaw. Um, and I think the big moral from this list is. Don't have a chainsaw. <laughs> <It's> really, <laughs> incredibly dangerous things. I can't stress this enough. If you're going to cosplay as a Blood Bowl character, don't pick one with a chainsaw. But, but you know what uh, I would want the one we to do with that. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, what I would want. Stab, stab stab comes in at nine. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I want Christer to tell me how many other players has Helmet Wolf killed, and what kind of a ratio is he working with? Now that would interest me. You know, he's died 472 times, but how many deaths has he caused? <laughs> okay. Well, that would be really interesting. And, and Christopher he's has said it's fairly easy to pull out of the uh, the database, and we want it. He's more than happy to make that Brilliant. Happen, so. Well, PC, there's something I want you to do. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is call out from 10 to 1 in your best <laughs> Top of the Pops chart voice, because then well, I'm going to edit it and put some music in the background. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you want the whole list? Yeah. No, just from 10. 10 upwards. 10 upwards. Okay. Oh, no, it's uh, up to you. I don't mind. Yeah. Because yeah, Okay. Well, we'll, do, we'll, do the, we'll do the 20 to 10 really quickly, and okay. then we'll do the top 10. Yeah, fine. So in at 20, okay. we have Grashnak Blackhooth. Black who followed up by 19. That's Hubris Rakarth. Slilliby is coming in at 17. Willow Rosebark, despite her lovely armor, is only in at 16. Yeah. Fungus the Loon. You just don't want to be carrying Loon in at tea. Uh, or a big... Um, that's the ball and chain, isn't it? 
Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's in at 15. Boomer, Esiason above him. Don't throw bombs. Prince Moron, uh, sometimes known <laughs> as Prince Moranian, <laughs> takes the next mm-hmm. spot. Glart Smash Rip Jr. has been killed 85 times. And then we have fin- Flint Churnblade with 96 only. And Zara the Slayer comes in with 100. Now we're into the hot top ones. Coming in then above Zara with 103 deaths, we have Fez Glitch. Morgan Thorg, he may be tough, he may be all action, but he has died 126 times on Fumble. Skitter wow. Scab Stab Stab has 135 deaths. Eldrill Sidewinder in at 155, and Nobler Blackwart takes 164. Your top five for deaths by stars on Fumble. At number five, with 175 deaths, it's Hack and Slash. Number four, Max Spleen Ripper has died 198 times. With 257 deaths, we have Bomber Dribblesnut. 294 deaths. Pushing for the three-ton, it's Ugroth Bolgrot. But number one, with a bullet and a chainsaw and a lead of 178 deaths, it's Helmut Wolf. Don't go running around with a chainsaw, kids. It's not clever. (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> I enjoyed that nice. uh, lovely excellent yeah so that's some interesting stats so maybe we'll get some more stats out from uh, Krista um, in the uh, podcasts to come I was amazed excellent. that Willow's been taken enough to die that <laughs> you know I've only taken her twice I think ever and both times she died either turn one or turn two someone's cut her leg off or something <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah well, mine might have been, you know, broken necks or whatever, but she didn't last long on the pitch. Yeah. Okay. I think we can leave that little segment there for now and we'll we'll build on that as we go. So again, if you've got anything you want to hear about, any fumble stats you want to know, then get in touch with us and we'll see what we can do. Um okay, on to our next segment, which is That Was Odd. So this is about uh, somebody got in touch with us and said, oh, what about this for a segment? And we thought, eh, you know, that's quite a nice idea. So it's basically a segment on something odd or out of the ordinary um, that's happened on Fumble. Um, yeah, that, that somebody was the Merker, wasn't Yeah, it? the Merker, yeah. So um, thank you for that. So you can submit to us. Please put a link to a game on Discord or send us a PM of something odd that's happened. So we'll give you an example. So um, one of the people, I think it was Merker himself, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Put in that he had one turn um, with his ogres, where five out of six of his ogres boneheaded in the same turn. <laughs> and on fumble, you can get badges and stuff, so that's a badge itself. Uh, oh, so nice. anything <laughs> odd like that that's happened? Let me see if I can find some more. Actually, um, what do you think? Have you seen any around? Um, I put up one of mine. There's actually a link uh, a few days up now, but in our podcast sub Discord. Uh, we have a podcast Discord on the main Fumble Discord. I'll put so a link on the Discord. You can throw anything on there. We'll always read it uh, and often respond to it. We chat there with people, develop ideas there before they come on the podcast. I put in a link to one of my games uh, where, looking absolutely horrifically, there was a, a big old cage of rats stalling right on the line. I had three elves left on the pitch, and one of them managed to dodge into the cage, uh, two die pal the ball carrier, pick up the ball and hide in the corner of the pitch, whereby the blitz he had left to try and knock him down 
uh, double skulled, <laughs> leaving him <laughs> nice. bewildered uh, as to how a game that was completely won suddenly wasn't. Um, <laughs> so it, things like that. It's ridiculous dice moments. It's great wins or great defeats, or you'll never guess from how turn seven looked, how turn eight ended up. That's the sort of stuff we're looking for, I hope. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. So um, I can't find anything else at the minute because I've completely lost my thread. Um, <laughs> we can talk about more. It will give us a bit more to talk about next time. Um, but yeah, so that is one of the other features that we're going to be looking at. That was odd. And then we move on to... Say what? Say what? Now, this is your chance to get in touch with us, like I said before. So get in touch with us, ask any questions, and we'll pick up on it here and uh, discuss what our listeners are saying and thinking. Now, okay. Every time we've said that in the past, I get at least three messages saying, talk about humans more. Yeah, so, and that's another thing. We are, we are in the process of discussing between the three of us of actually doing a little bit of a side podcast so we can really get into the nitty-gritty of um, mm-hmm. taking a race, and that podcast will just be about that race. Yeah. Um, so a pure race focused podcast um, yeah. but that's something we're going to look at getting into in the future because actually what we can do is we, we can record them in our own time and then release them when we want to um, rather yeah. than just bundling Again, loads let, of let stuff us on know. Yeah, let us know what, you what you want about? is that something you want to hear um, yeah, definitely. and if so you know, would we cover the whole thing how a team grows develops the positionals what you do with it on NAF what you do with it in a league I mean yeah low mid high team say an hour yeah. to look at it we could really pull a race apart if that's something people are interested in yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. and we've got three people's views on it and I think we've pretty yeah. much all played every race so um, and perhaps yeah. we could even look at getting an expert in for you know uh, yeah, five I was gonna say, how I do them or whatever Yep. Yeah, guest absolutely. speaker would be fun for that one. Get someone yeah. who's famous for playing that race or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Cool. Yep. Um, so that would be say what, um, and then we're going to end usually with um, the the blood bowl stuff in terms of anything that's going on with the blood bowl bulletin. Blood bowl bulletin. Um, so this is anything that's happening in the bb world so for example if you want a bit of a tournament shout out let us know so first of all beast from the east is happening in yaxley um (laughs) run by um just uh i forgot his name justin yeah i think it's justin Um, (laughs) yes it is justin easby so he's running beast from the east so that is in yaxley if you're around that area um it's on facebook and all around so have a look um, anything uh, else TT wise miniatures wise it, it can be very hard to find them um, Talk Fantasy Football has a good list uh, in its British tournaments of um, you know upcoming things but even then not everything gets onto there and no. sometimes that does seem a little dead so it, it, it sometimes it's very difficult to find out what's going on so again do feel to drop us a line I said I'd give a shout out to Thrudbolt which is coming yep. up and, and does look fantastic fun not everyone's old enough to remember Thrud He's a fantastic star, um, and he is available at Thrud Bowl for, I think, three real English pounds you give to charity, and then you get to hire him. Because he's crazy. He starts, the even the start of the game, uh, he turns up for either team. So just because he's playing doesn't mean he's on your side. <laughs> he comes with really stupid, he's something like six moves, six strength, has block, mighty blow, and break tackle, only agility two, armor nine. Um, and if his really stupid fails then when he comes to his sense, then at that point you again roll a dice and whoever gets the highest score on a D6 it then takes control of Thrud. And at the end of each drive, you roll a dice and whoever 
rolls a higher number takes him for the next drive so he's an incredible liability but hilariously funny uh, yeah. and he features at thrud bowl which is a, a midsummer one um i would love to do thrud bowl one year it sounds great but uh this year i'm going to be in morocco at the time it's uh, yeah, and I can't go to Thrud Bowl either. I was invited and I can't make yeah, it, which is a real... 3rd, 4th August in Bognor Regis, yeah. which is a, a lovely part of the world. Frustrating. But yeah, it Frustrating. sounds like everybody's going to a really time. fun idea. I think I'd want to take him the game. Yeah. Probably the game is nonsense rather than competitive. Yeah. And all the so Blood Bowl news. Bowl. We've other got... Blood Bowl news. Um, I just want to briefly recap to Halflings. I've been, uh, particularly in our one four five club, where um, newer players or players that want some more experience can play, uh, them, play each other, can just play for fun. It's not a competitive environment. Also, some veterans do play in there. And if we do, I mean, I'm playing there at the moment. We tend to play with a stunty team and I'll sort of offer lots of tips and advice if that's what's wanted. If not, obviously, we'll just uh, play. And uh, I've been playing Halflings there. And one of the reasons I wanted to do that was firstly to give back a bit and tutor a few newer coaches, but also to try out the new Halfling positionals. And I'm a... I've also got to play with Cindy Pie Chucker or a Pie Whistle. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's a fun normal bomber, But it's, it's a fun little piece for them to try. Mm-hmm. But the hefties are enormously useful and yeah. completely change Halflings for me. AV7 Fend is such an upgrade over AV6. Yeah. Uh, even if they get killed, it means that person can't move. It gives you someone to put between the yep. trees that you know, can take a hit. The number of times I've been hit, and either with or without Mighty Blow, it was a seven. Because that's yeah. such a common result. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah it's the most common someone, result on two dice, yeah. Of course it's, yeah. And someone that, that knows maths told me it's something like 20 or, or 23, somewhere in that region, percent uh, less chance of getting knocked out when hit. And that's yeah, huge to have two halflings with that. Also, they can take leader on a first skill because, weirdly, they get passing access. Yep. Um, so that's a nice way to just, again, perhaps give you a tiny bit easier wow. game or a tiny bit more inducements. Now, the catchers I haven't been that big a fan of, but then in my last game, the fact that they can sprint out of the box, which is three go for it, mm-hmm. suddenly won me the game. Um, so, yep. And now one of my catchers has rolled plus agility. So he's the same as an ordinary fling, but with catch, sprint, and now agility four. So Ooh. obviously he's going to die. But they have right stuff as well. That sounds like a useful piece. They don't. They do come no. with right stuff. So yeah, he can. Yeah, be oh, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, sure feet is only one skill up away. Yeah, so that yeah, sprint lovely. then gets lovely. a lot more reliable. So I do think the two new positionals are going to really help halflings, yeah, and they're already a fun right. team that lots of people love. So I think that's great. Uh, well, I, really good news for halflings. Talking of halflings, I've got to give a massive mention out to the Two Drunk Flings podcast. They ran a um, charity raffle um, on Facebook and elsewhere um, because unfortunately Liam, who we've had on the show before, lost his dad right. recently. Um okay. And he wanted to raise some money for the hospice and everything else that helped him, all the hospitals that helped him, and the or everything like that, basically. Sure. Um, so I bought I bought some tickets, and I won a couple of prizes. So I won a halfling pitch, and cool. I won a fully painted um, halfling team with oh, deep wow. and extras, oh. third edition, oh. third edition. What? Right. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so you are going to have to nominate some hefties and catchers. Be, but still yeah so I'm going to have to yeah but I think I'll, what I'll do is I'll maybe just paint the bases somehow yeah I don't want to touch the paint job because it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant so yeah so well done Liam because I know he raised over a grand oh uh, well done which is oh, fantastic that's, that's so well that's done yeah, two nice things um, and 
yeah so it was all good um it was all good so very yeah, happy with that um just trying to find where well i've shot my water a little bit as i said i have since we talked about it um on the podcast i have had two separate sources say to me that people they know in games workshop say there is a new box set coming out in 2020 and oh. both have said a new rules as well Oh. Now, I still think in my heart it's so soon that it's going to be a compendium of everything published to date. They haven't finished the old rules. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, you know, both have sort of intimated to me that I'm wrong and that it is uh -huh. going to mean actual new rules. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. Hey, look, if you know anything, contact me. I do love hearing nonsense. Yeah, we like rumours. We like rumours. And this is the place we're going to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, so the person that um, painted the flings, uh, Daniel Mitchell. Thank you very much. I am going to treasure them. Um, I was going to start the year of the fling, but as uh, we want to be quite competitive at Team Fumble, uh, oh. UKTC, um, yeah. I'm going to wait. One more thing. If we're talking about uh, teams, then I want to talk about the Zenobian. Because I have to be not alone in thinking that Exit 23 has not only produced a fantastic non-sexist Amazon team, but that the sculpts themselves are fantastic. They're oh, they really are. nice little figures. They are beautiful. And the packaging that team came in reminded me of like an iPhone packaging. It was just immaculate. Everything was just so. The box was perfect. The stickers were perfect. Even the graphic novels that came with it were folded up in beautiful paper and stick it down and everything just just went absolutely spot on i think they've done a fantastic job they have. That. quality is so high and they are an absolute joy to paint wow they really well, are yes, Mark's painting them up for me I I can't paint. but they're just some of the models are just oh, they're just so detailed i absolutely love them absolutely love them yeah so awesome. well done exit 23 yeah absolutely looking forward to the chaos dwarfs because <laughs> that's their i think that's their next project he did mention those oh, doing nice. that next year. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I already have some beautiful chaos dwarves, but I'm sure they're going to be immaculate. Yes, I'm sure they will. Now, uh, after that, we'd move on to competition time, but we don't have any competitions at the minute. Uh, I've got oh. a bit of a confession to make. I still need to post uh, some prizes out. So if you haven't got your prize yet, don't worry. It's here, ready to post. I just haven't had time yet. Um, and then, well, should we have an angry man rant today or not? How are we feeling, boys? <laughs> Uh, I've already ranted about my only. I think we've had a good rant this <laughs> early on. So. I think we've ranted about many things. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would bring us to a nice close. So, just one more big shout out, actually, while we're on all the BB stuff. Um, some of you have said, uh, got in touch with me and said, how can we support the podcast? And it's just getting involved, really. Um, but some people say, well, we, you know, I give to Fumble, we can't like to give to the podcast. So that's fine. If you want to do that, um, visit Patreon forward slash Throwek. And I just want to give a massive shout out to Colin Bazakastein, who's our latest patron. So thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Um, it all goes to the cost of running the podcast and SoundCloud and bits of equipment and yeah. postage and all that kind of stuff. So massive, massive thanks. Appreciate to drop links on Reddit. But if you don't see one, feel free to drop your own we do yeah. try and put up things that are there um how can you help if you really want to help tell someone about the fumble podcast that you're enjoying it that plays blood yep. absolutely because we love doing it um, in general yeah and so keep your eyes peeled for more news about fumble the light and the dark the first <laughs> and remember you can be tournament. part of team fumble come to york with us have yeah. some fun roll some dice definitely play some blood bowl yep. and if it's your first time beers. ever that'll be great there'll be people there that can help yep. 
be on your side that can give you advice, pat you on the back if it goes wrong, yep. and and get you drunk if it goes well. So, yeah. And if uh, if you're listening, go ahead. Yep. And if you're listening before Wednesday, uh, enter <laughs> a team in the Grotty Little Tournament. So uh, if Mark gets this published not tomorrow, come and uh, if yeah, we're people, coming to watch at least. A couple of us are yep. always sometimes moved to do a commentary as well. If it's a big game and there's twenty odd people in specs, sometimes yeah, we'll yeah. commentate. So. Come I will, have some fun. Yep, I will do fun. my best to get it out tomorrow because it is my birthday tomorrow. So oh, I'm right. going we'll to have be. Happy birthday to you. 29 um, again? I, what, well, the thing is, because I've worked in schools for 22 years, <laughs> I've decided, and now I'm driving, obviously, driving instructor, I've decided to book the day off. <laughs> oh, I've, never well, had, I've never had a birthday off work. Nice. Yeah, so we'll, I thought, we'll you know what? I'm going to have a birthday off work. So I am. Absolutely. Is, good it, a, for you. is it a proper day off or is there going to be anyone else? No, there's good. no, that's it, just me. I've got a lesson in the morning. I've got an hour lesson, so from 10 o'clock, um, I, don't know, I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I might go and see Spider-Man again. Uh, <laughs> nice. Just anything. Um, cool. We well, all know I'm just going to stay home and play on football. That's, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that's going to happen. Okay. Anyway. Right. B-teams, hooray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you for listening, everybody, and keep playing those uh, games and rolling those dice. Yep, my knuffle will blow on your dice, not down your neck. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening again, everyone. We really do enjoy your company. If you want to like us on Facebook, feel free. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Patreon forward slash throwek. Um, and yeah, get over on Discord and have a chat with us. See you next time. This podcast is sponsored by tritexgames.co.uk. 